Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking out this special episode of Really Dicey. This is Manny, and I am here with... Neil Sensa, and I'm a freelance writer for uh, the Free League. I am now reading your Walking Dead RPG. I am very um, impressed with the work. The RPG has actually uh, reinv reinvigorated my interest again in The Walking Dead. You know, it's, it's so well, well written. It's well designed. I, it's, it's clear. Um, I can't wait to do a review about this actually on the site uh, very soon. Um, but today, we're going to talk about the Electric State RPG, which is coming out on Kickstarter uh, in the first week of December. So yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning. What is, for anyone hearing about this for the first time, what is the Electric State? Well, the Electric State is, uh, from the beginning, it's a, it's an art book by Simon Stolenhag, who's done the Tales from the Loop and Things from the Flood. And so it's it's his his beautiful art and, and his uh, enigmatic, dramatic horror stories in, in art book form. So it's a RPG version of that. And, and as you probably know, it will become a movie as well on, on Netflix. Yes, it has some uh, really good stars attached to it. Um, so I'm intrigued with this as well. So I guess the first thing I want to ask, because I've been seeing this come up a few times at different forums, is this a continuation in any way of the um, uh, either Things from the Flood or Tales of the Loop RPG? No, it's not. It's not in the same universe, if I'm understood com correctly from, from Simon. It's, a, it's like a different, it's a different uh, version of the past. So mm -hmm. no. Yeah, an alternate Earth, right? The, the setting, it's, it's in the 90s, but there's giant robots all around. Yeah, so. yeah. Can, can you explain yeah, you a little can... bit about the setting to us? Yeah, yeah. As I said, it's it's an alternative version of the 90s. So it's not like really uh, scientifically correct, if you could say that. that. But in this version of, 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 of our world, they made scientific progress in the 60s. Uh, that let the scientists understand more how the human brain works, uh, kind of uh, copying the network. I mean, the, the brain is basically like a really non-complex um, connections of, of, of neurons. But when they get a lot of them, it gets really compli complex processes start. And, and in this version, the, the scientists in the 60s managed to copy that process and started to create things that we don't have in our world like and we're starting to have some at like drone ships and, and uh, kind of drone robots that you can kind of uh, take on with your mind and, and become uh, yeah be becoming a, a robotic body you could say and besides that history is pretty much similar in the in the kind of the 60s but then during the 70s and 80s uh, there is a big uh, civil war in, in the US and I think Canada is involved as well and it kind of spreads all over the world. Um, the book is a bit vague on that. And what, what happens is like, and this book is basically focused on the US and, and specifically California, but you can play the role-playing game anywhere in the world. But, but California is, is what we know most, uh, most about. So the U.S. is kind of falling apart in this civil war that is fought with drone ships. And the people who own the drone ships and the science are the companies. So when the kind of the, the, the smoke shatters and, and, and peace becomes more, yeah, becomes more peaceful, uh, there are like companies that have a lot of 
power and they are kind of behind the new presidents in the new state. So we get like one state that was uh, previously California, Pacifica. So, and there, that's where this story is, is uh, occurs. So, so the nineties is kind of a, it's kind of a period that starts with the world is, is about to rebuild and they start to rebuild it from, from like from the cities, from the West. And they start to try, try to get like the industries going and good things are happening. And from the war and, and, and the, the kind of, uh, yeah, neuroscience, they have, they have the drones still, and they have like the, the ability to, to kind of connect people to, to, uh, uh, neurocasters it's like a thing you put on your head and you get kind of transported into kind of a, a a landscape or a virtual world or something but something happens here in the, in the 90s something happens with the neurocasters and there's he writes about the sixth upgrade of the system in in that sixth upgrade you some people claim <laughs> we don't know if that is the truth but some people claim that kind of an intelligence is born inside the system. And that intelligence is starting to take control over people. And what we do know is that more and more people are taking on the neurocasters and don't take them off. So people start ignoring their children. Police officers don't go to work. Uh, all kind of building projects in the cities are kind of ignored beside kind of building this network more and more and more and more and kind of uh, putting up like uh, lines between these kind of neurocaster towers. So what is actually happening, you could say, is, is, is like a, a network pretty much similar to, to inside the brain is being built all over the world. And it's probably controlled by this, this uh, machine intelligence inside the network. Uh, and that, of course, starts a, a major apocalypse in the world. And you could say the game starts pretty much when the apocalypse is starting. So it's kind of like pre-apocalypse, apocalyptic kind of. Uh, and in this story, in, in the book, it's about a girl and her drone robot traveling uh, like a, on a road trip through Pacifica. Um and, and when I do this kind of um, things like writing role-playing games about Walking Dead or whatever, I will I want to write a game where what happens in the fiction I'm, based it, I'm, I'm basing it on could have been a story in the role-playing game. So I've tried to write the role-playing game where if you play it, you could end up with a story that's in the book. Um, Sorry if this gets a little long. <laughs> oh, no, no. But... This, is, this is very intriguing. It, it sounds like, a, 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 in a way, a combination of Robotech, um, a bit of Transformers, and then definitely Terminator, where you have all yeah. these, you have, you have, you have, you have, there's corporations, there's a, there's a, a possible rogue AI, um, uh, apocalypse looks like it's about to happen, and you're caught up, you're sort of, like, sort of in the middle of it. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're one of the few people who aren't, um, you, you don't have been like uh, engulfed by the AI yet. You haven't been like, you don't, you, you aren't addicted to the neurocasters as many are. And for some reason you're going on a, on a journey. And that is what the game is about. It's a road trip game. Uh, just as this girl and, and her drone friend, they are going on a journey on the book, a road trip. So, so you go on a journey. So the game, in the game, you always have, your car and you're kind of a 
a group or I don't know, two, three, four, five people uh, going in your car. You have a goal. That's something you kind of come up with before the campaign starts. And then you kind of get halted. You kind of get blocked at different locations on your on the on the road. Uh, and there things happen. So you can play a game where, where the campaign is kind of made up with different locations that aren't that much connected to each other. I mean, uh, you go to one place, something happens there, and you go to the next, something happens there, and, and the kind of the thing that's the same are the characters. But you could also play a, a journey or a campaign where the locations are related to each other, where you have kind of a more a meta story or you're trying to do things at the different locations. I mean, it could be anything from being bank robbers to actually having, trying to solve some kind of mystery and going from place to place. Um, so so I would say it's it's kind of a little, in, in my mind at least, it's it's a little different in how, it's, how it plays out. It's not the classical... Uh, scenario or quest or or dungeon. I, I've tried to write. I always wanted to, to write a, a role playing game about about travels because I, I think that's is a hard thing to to kind of do well in in RPGs. You know, this is my attempt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you mentioned travel because the first thing we we were talking about, the first thing I thought of is the One Ring RPG, which mm. is also about traveling as well. You know, yeah. so it's a, it's a game. It sounds like it's a game where it's not your typical like you're going in a dungeon fighting monsters. There's a there's a, a quest to be had, mm-hmm. and you're, you're you're traveling around to find out either self discovery or just trying to survive. Maybe um, yeah. is, is, am I am I correct? Yeah, I would say I would say the games are similar in one way, but where. Uh, I've only read The One Ring. I've never played it, so maybe I'm wrong. But my take on it is that The One Ring is more, it's more a challenge-based game. Uh, you're kind of, you're challenged, then you need to um, complete this journey and you have to roll this, otherwise you will kind of need to f- fight these foes and, oh, no, I missed the roll. Now we... So so it's it's more more game about being challenged. And I would say this is more a storytelling game. This is more a... Mm-hmm cooperative uh, creating yeah, creating a story game I, I would say under a hollow hills by by Lumpley is is, uh, is a game I played a while ago and I was like oh <laughs> this is what I wanted to do <laughs> so I would say that is kind of similar similar to to the idea I had oh, okay so if, if, I, if I may compare it to another role-playing game uh, the Walking Dead RPG because I, I yeah. noticed that also has a very storytelling aspect to it it's not just running away from zombies there's there's NPCs yeah, definitely. you have to connect with, or else you slowly go mad. So, would mm-hmm. you say, in a, in a similar sense, the electric is sort of like that? It, it's about uh, NPC, NPC player character cooperation. De- definitely, I would say they're very different in kind of the mechanics of of. of I mean, there is in the, in the Walking Dead, there is a survival aspect, and you kind of uh, move on the map, and things happen, like in a classical. D&D sandbox game this is not a sandbox game at all and you don't move like on hexes it's more like um what do you call that a point point crawl you could perhaps call it um so, so but but i mean I, I think everything i write will be in in that niche in in the kind of storytelling relation based um i'm i'm not that interested in more 
challenge based games if you can can call it that with like killing monsters and gaining xp and uh, i think that is fun but i'm not that's one not what i'm good at writing and not so interested in. so yeah oh, okay so, so so if i may ask in this game uh who what characters can you play or is it is it mostly humans do you play the robots or how how's how does uh, character creation work? You're very, you're very much human characters and very much kind of like everyday people. But you could actually, you could play a drone, uh, like the like the drone in the story. Uh, then then you kind of you are a human, but you're kind of wearing a, a metallic body, and perhaps perhaps your goal for the journey is kind of finding your own real human body or something. Uh, but you're kind of a traveling salesperson. You can be like a cult member wanting to recruit people. You can be a doctor and pre pretty much anybody. You could be a criminal running away from the law or, yeah. So you can be pretty much anybody, kind of a regular person. So you're not a superhero or something like that. Okay. So for, for Game Masters, um, what and so what are the antagonists of the game when they're setting this up? What... Or what are the what is the book what what options does the book give you? For each location you come to, there are some kind of conflict that that would kind of escalate when you while you're there, and that could be between I mean anything you can possibly think of. And then there are threats as well, and the book provi provides uh, I don't know many many uh, examples of threats, which could be anything from like. I mean, if you if you're like the real in the really apocalyptic parts of this world, it could be like teens, a teen gang of bandits that are taking over the village and are kind of running in as they want. You could have an almost like Mad Max people controlling, having roadblocks and stuff. Uh, you can have, as I said, techno cults. You can have uh, something called growths uh, or half lives. It's it's kind of like creatures born from from uh, growths are are, are are like kind of metallic monster robots and half-lives is kind of something it said we don't know if it, it it exists but it's kind of a mix between flesh and and, and robotic uh, yeah robot robotic parts so you can have like real monsters you can have like companies um Doing, I mean, being being not good to to the people living at a place, to kind of kind of mundane threats as well. And there's a mix between each character has has their own personal threat, and you have threats at the location. So there's something you can kind of wait in. In some campaigns, you perhaps want to focus more on personal threats, and there you will kind of face the gang. You're they kind of I don't know killed your brother and you want to get back at them and they're at every location and you that that's what it's all about or or your personal threat could be kind of your gambling addiction and things about that or you can lean in more towards kind of more general threats where it will be more about how will the player characters interact with the threats at this location and we don't know that from the start there is no end game there is no uh, to, to the location there's no kind of it's not pre-decided how it will play out it's just parts being related uh when when i'm get kind of um i don't know what you call it in english snoffsy in swedish i don't know what it's called in in, in english we kind of uh I, I i like to think of it as 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 
like the human brain, it's, as I said before, it's like really simple structure connected to each other. And that in itself creates higher functions. We, we like to think of the human brain as we have a little person controlling our brain. That's not the case. It's just like simple, uh, simple um, systems connected. And in that arise something we tend to think of as a ourself, but that doesn't really exist. It's just, it's just like uh, we, we think that. And I, I want to do the same thing with this location. I mean, things are related, things are connected. And you have the player characters, you have like the threats, you have the conflicts. And something will arise from that. Um, probably, hopefully, something good. But the game doesn't take kind of responsibility for for what will arise. When you when you write these books, um, are there any like specific themes that you hope that uh, readers of uh, or players of the game um, uh, learn or understand? Um, is there is there because um, sometimes you know, um, especially when we deal with post-apocalyptic um, um, uh, media. Uh, there could be a lot of different themes and a lot of different ideas coming out of there. Do you have any specific in mind, or do you think of it as more like, oh, I'm just making a game, and and good luck with that. Uh, how, how does, if I may ask, what, what is your thought process? I don't, I don't aim to, to make specific themes arise at the table, if you say that. I, I don't kind of include rules that would uh, that are tailored so that something exactly will happen at the table. I, I don't believe in that. I think that gets, in those kind of games, you can feel a little bit controlled. Uh, so I really don't like that. But I think the game itself should be filled with themes in all the little text parts and the examples and, and um, what kind of stories, kind of what kind of conflicts then can arise. And, I mean, the, the challenge here with Simon's books is really that they're so filled with the theme. They're so kind of thick with, I don't know, um, uh, emotions or, or, or kind of, so, 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 so the challenge is to kind of take what he has already created and kind of keep that when you transfer it to a role-playing game. So I definitely thought a lot about that and tried to kind of configure it and, and and look at what he has done and not being still not being too i mean over obvious i mean one of the themes is of of course what happens with with i mean you could neurocast you could as well be like a, a mobile phone you're locked to or or i mean it's it's an ai probably in the network we don't know that but uh they so want to keep that theme and really make it become important without kind of you know i mean make it too obvious over, kind of oversimplifying it and i think oh. i think this game has you know, this book has some kind of hope to it it's like a kind of a bleak depressive story it's kind of hard and they're very alone these young people traveling a world that is kind of just falling apart and and kind of all adults are just not there just as in in simon's other books uh, the adults are never there but I think in this book if you, if you actually look at it there is some kind of hope in this world where, where everyone is just giving up and just putting on a narrow, narrow costume and just yeah okay, and just taking off I don't know their clothes and, and just uh, I don't care anymore it's just like when you're lying on the sofa and just I put on the Netflix I don't care anymore 
these people who the story is about are actually trying to achieve something. They're actually, they actually have hope. They actually want to do something. And they, they're kind of uh, have a humanity and an empathy in this bleak, bleak, bleak world. And, and that is something I want to, I want the characters, the player characters to, to be those people amidst all this badness, they still want to do what needs to be done. So, so that that is one theme I wanted to to kind of convey. Yes, Simon's work is interesting. It's it, like like everything you said is there's a sense that the characters in his stories are are definitely struggling with something, uh, some sort of uh, hopelessness or depression. But yet, as a viewer looking in, you're looking at this world, and it's like it's beautiful. You know, it's it's yeah. it's like it's almost like their their hopelessness. We can no longer see this beauty like to us like 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 this one image I saw with a, a giant robot over a bridge is it, it, it looks like a it looks like a giant toy almost and it's and I look yeah. at it I was like wow that's a that's a great piece of art but in the story it's 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 pretty sad you know so it's 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 very interesting but that I guess that, that could be a different video I guess uh, about his 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 uh his themes um well, um when it comes to the game going back to the game um uh if I was running this game and you were one of my players. Who would you be? Perhaps I'll be like like the cult member, uh, trying to kind of uh, bring people into my crazy, strange faith along the along the way, and kind of harassing the other with pamphlets in the car. <laughs> that, that would be fun. <laughs> so again, this comes out um, the first week of December. Um, is there is there anything else you want to share uh, before we wrap up that I haven't asked you about concerning this project? Well, I can say as, as in my other games, I try to write something that will stand on its own legs, that won't need additional scenarios or campaign books. Not they, that they won't be written <laughs> or, or published, but I want to, I want to, I always want to create things that are, you could take this book or this game and play it and you don't need anything else. So, so it's like included a lot of rules about how you plan a journey, how you create a location and many tables for kind of, helping the game master do that you know uh, i totally forgot to ask you this and i and i think this is in the description as well uh the rule system this is used this still using the similar rule system uh, the, the meeting you zero engine i yeah. believe it's called yeah. same system yeah. same rules yeah i think it will be most similar to to vasen actually oh okay okay excellent well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about this project i'm really excited about it it's, this sounds like a really good sci-fi adventure and 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 being that i've read your your uh, walking dead book walking dead rpg i'm really excited to see your take on on this this world that simon helped create so um so uh, so viewers thank you for watching i will put a link in the description for the kickstarter so you can check it out yourself and stay safe out there have a good day everyone